Hello and welcome to Bored and Sassy. I'm Val. And I'm Sam. And we're here to bring you Disney news, discussion, and opinions with a sassy grown-up bent. That's a lie. Today we're going to talk more about our trip and then Frozen 2. Yeah. There's probably news. There's probably news. I heard something about a last Skywalker leak. But I don't... I'm not going to pay attention to that anyway. All, all so we'll say about, about that it. is we're going to ignore it. Ignore it. Uh, there's um, probably we other do, news. we do have tickets. The only last Skywalker... Wow, last Skywalker? Rise of what? Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Did I say last Skywalker? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> last Skywalker, Rise of Jedis. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> is we do have tickets to see whatever the hell the movie's called. Yeah. No, we're not um, doing that news. Uh, we're going to start by talking about the rest of our trip that we got back from last Wednesday. Yep. Yes. Yes. Wow, that recent. Uh, so, did we... When... When we uh, recorded our first part, or our first part, our last episode, rather, I should say, uh, we had not done a lot of the new things that we did this trip. Uh, yeah. And we certainly did not do, like, the stuff that I did that scared me. Uh, I was very brave a few times on this trip. So uh, we left you on Saturday morning, uh, the 16th of November, before we headed off to Magic Kingdom, which was terribly crowded because it was a fucking Saturday. (laughs) Uh, We did... Uh, the Haunted Mansion, and then we just didn't do our Peter Pan's Flight Fast yep. Pass because the Fast Pass line was so long. And because we knew that Monday night we had Disney After Hours at the Magic Kingdom, so we weren't worried about it. So we kind of did like a little short Magic Kingdom trip on the Saturday, and then we went to dinner at Kona Cafe, which is just so good. It's It's always good. It's always... The service is always really good and fast, mm-hmm. and the menu changes, but in ways that shockingly don't make me upset, because yeah. I always find things that I'm excited I about there. some fucking duck ramen, which I'm pretty sure is exactly what I got the last time I was there. It's duck ramen with a fucking poached duck egg on the top of it. Like, it's, oh my god, it's so good. And, like, there's leftovers, and I got to bring the leftovers home, like... It's not, they just like give you a fucking container and, oh. And I got, I got a, a seafood soup again, which I got last time, but it was different this time, I believe, but I still loved it. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm continuing it and like, I'm, I'm a picky eater. I'm not always the most adventurous eater, but for whatever reason, the things that, uh, sort of push what I would normally order, um, seem to be in the sweet spot where I'm excited to try them at Kona. Yeah. So what was your entree? Um, the short rib. Oh, yeah. Um, which I love short ribs, so even if everything else in the short rib dish is not something I want, I am excited about the short rib. Yep. Um, I don't remember exactly what it had, uh, yeah. with it, but, um, it was, it was really good. It so. was, everything was yummy, and we asked, we were like, if you can't, it's fine, but if you can, then cool, can we get the bread pudding from Ohana? And she could. So yep. that appears to still be a, a secret hack, is if you really want the bread pudding, but you don't want to go to Ohana and eat yourself into a coma, like a yep. food nap. Also, not to beat Kona to death here, um, we have plenty of trip to talk about, but one of the, the best things that ever happens to me in uh, that kind of environment is 
the cast member forgot uh, my soup. Oh, yeah. Um, and when I asked if that was coming out as well, um, she was like, I totally messed that up and forgot to put it in. Um, and we'll get that right out for you. And was like very clear, took responsibility. And yeah, made she wasn't it right like very quickly. Oh gosh, I'll check on that. She was like, you know what? I fucked up. Right. Like, and and that's, that's not to say that like, oh, well, usually wait staff lie to me. It's just, it's very no, it refreshing just, it's when refreshing. someone is just very frank. Yeah. When they're like, I messed up and I'm going to make it right. Yeah. Because that's all they can do. So yeah. I'm always, and you know, we're we're the kind of people where we, we over tip, we know that that job is a very difficult job. Um, and you know, we're, we're not going to punish someone for making oh, yeah, a mistake that I would make every day. Yeah. If I was I had an awful job, waitress. So, uh, we also, uh, I got a no hito, yes. which I love. I got one at a couple places during this trip. I fucking love it when I can just get a mojito with no rum in it. And like <laughs> I did there, I did not ask for the light up Tinkerbell thing. Like I often a have mistake. before, but no, it's fine. Um, but yeah, it was a good, great meal overall. Highly recommended. The Polynesian still smells great. This episode sponsored by Kona Cafe. Not really. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> if like this tiny, Disney podcast that's been around for like six months fucking got a sponsorship by not just a sponsorship, but a sponsorship from the Walt Disney Company itself. No, never. no, no, just from a specific restaurant. Not ad. one fucking time. Yeah, yeah, never. Our independent advertising uh, budget. Yeah, so it was really good. We were thinking we might go back and watch the fireworks, and we were like, fuck that, I'm tired. Yeah, no, let's I'm go to bed now because I'm always sleepy. Um, it was, yeah, it was a, it was a late dinner. It was like 7 30 or so. Um, wicked good. Um, but did I, I had not felt well most of that day. Right. So I hadn't felt great most of that day. My guts were being rude. Um, and so the next day we were supposed to go to lunch at Disney Springs with, um, Sam's cousin cousin and cousin-in-law and baby. Um, and I noped out of it, but Sam went to the Edison, Yep, and it was it was uh, very cool. Um, I'm still sort of morally opposed to the Edison because, well, frankly, fuck Edison. Um, Edison Edison Tesla, sucked. Tesla, yeah, Tesla, I mean Tesla Tesla, Tesla. Tesla was amazing and and deserves most of the praise that Edison got. Um, Edison wasn't a dummy, but he was an asshole. Mm-hmm. So um, fuck Edison. But that said, the restaurant was cool. I didn't even know it was Edison themed. Like I didn't think it was that. Edison. I mean, it's it's frankly, it looks more like it should be Tesla themed because there's all kinds of weird shit in it. But <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's just sort of like vaguely steampunky and oh, okay. you know looks like a an ancient power station or something. Um, but the the food was really good. They have this uh, bacon appetizer that is just like their own like in house bacon, and they bring it to you like on a mini clothesline. Of just like four <laughs> thick bacon pieces dangling from clothespins, <laughs> and it's the most on-brand thing for me what? I can possibly imagine. Yeah, but that's it was, pretty. You. It was delicious. It was like it was basically just really good bacon, but um, apparently I'm here for that. So, um, but it was nice. It was uh, it was a, a good experience. I didn't end up taking the boat over because I didn't have time. So, um, but minivans. <laughs> oh, and that's that's when I, I tried to take uh, that's what we were going to meet at 
Magic Kingdom. Oh my god, this and, debacle. And I was like, okay, well, they make it a pain in the ass to get to the parks from Disney Springs because they don't want people parking there for free and then getting to the park. So I was like, okay, well, there is a bus about to leave with plenty of space going to a monorail resort, going to the Polynesian, which I'm happy to go to and hang out at for a minute while I wait for the monorail. So I get on that bus. The bus is is sitting there, a little bit slow to depart. The bus finally gets rolling, gets all the way to the Polynesian. There was traffic, so it took a little bit of time. And then as I walk up, up the stairs to the monorail entrance and security line, um, these security people come out of nowhere and start waving people away, saying, we're sorry, the monorail is out of order. There will be buses down below. And I was like, well... So then I go downstairs and look for buses, and there's just like like the the bus next time is um, take boat or monorail, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, that's not coming. So I ended up just waiting for a minivan to get there. So Val beat me to Magic Kingdom by quite a bit. I did, although we still missed both our Big Thunder Mountain and Seven North right. Mine Train because that was also the 16th, which was when our annual passes, as yep. far as we understood. Yeah, should have expired, yeah. Or no, sorry, that was the 17th. So the 16th was the day before. The 17th, we were like, oh, we have to activate our new annual passes because we had gotten the Sam's Club voucher, so it wasn't the usual, like, you renewed and the next one will just be there. Um, And so I waited in line for a while to do that. They kept the physical card this time, which I don't think that they did the last time, which makes me a little bit sad, but whatever. We know we had it. Um, It took a while, um, but we got it done. My new card does not have a date on it, and we had, like, she just wrote my name really big, so there's no date written on it. Yeah. And in the app, mine said it was valid for 367 days, and Sam said 365 once he did his. But the point is, I did mine, got into the park, and then he still had to get there and then do his. I yeah. ran into our friends who got engaged uh, at Disney and hung out with them for a bit. Um, and then we said bye to them because they had a reservation at um, the castle, we went and did our Jungle Cruise Fast Pass. Jingle Cruise Fast Pass because it's yeah. Christmas. And um, the Fast Pass was at 6 until 6.30 because it was a party night. Right, So we right. did, or sorry, it's 5.30 until 6 because it was a party night. And so we did it at like 5.30 or 5.45 or whatever. And then we had a Skipper Canteen reservation at 6.10. So we actually got to like be there for the beginnings of the party stuff because we were uh, eating at Skipper Canteen, which also fucking ruled. Yeah, it was excellent. It they was had, weirdly good. They had that weird cheese bread Pau magic. I don't whatever. speak Portuguese, but yeah. it begins with a Q and it means cheese. Um, Brazilian cheese bread. Yeah, it's very similar to what they have for food and wine mm-hmm. at Epcot. Um, but smaller and it comes with this like garlicky delicious and there's a bunch of it and, and there's a shit oh, it's ton of just it. so good it's really good but then I was like oh garlic indigestion but it yep. was delicious um, and then I got this like seafood stew that had just a shit ton of stuff like it had a whole shrimp then it had a bunch of other shrimp and scallops and like like fish and I don't even remember what I got did I get a steak there bomb. I can't remember uh, you got the char siu oh yeah pork, which yeah, I like, that was wanted really to good. eat but was I was really full good. from what I was eating yep Oh man, it was so good. It, uh, it was like a coconut broth. 
in the seafood stew and these little bits of watercress. Also, the the cast member who who escorted us in was excellent. Um, like basically a, a Jungle Cruise. Oh yeah, operator, it was. It basically. was. If you like the Jungle Cruise, you should go to Skipper Canteen. Like yep. the experience is built around the like Society of Explorers and Adventures and like the Jungle Cruisey kind of shit, and it's so fun. It was the atmosphere was cool. It wasn't a long wait. It wasn't no. awfully packed or loud. Like it was good. We liked it a whole bunch. And it's a weird one because I feel like I walk past it all the time without even noticing it. Right, because the entry is like tucked away sort of across from Swiss Family Treehouse. Um, And it's the entrance itself is like in a corner, like an inner corner of a building. And then like like where the sign is. And then the actual building even is like pushed a little farther back. So, um, but it, it was wicked good. Then... We went to Hollywood Studios again. Again. And uh, did Jingle Bell Jingle Bam with all of our friends. Like, we just, like, kept meeting back up with the same group of friends a lot of times this trip. Um, so it was our friends who got engaged and our friend, uh, Bemis, who lives down there, who's great. And um, we just, like, met up and we watched Jingle Bell Jingle Bam, which we had never seen. Um, we were, were pretty sure. So the reason we wanted to see it is because we were, like, we were watching Epcot Forever, and we were like... No, Fantasmic. Fantasmic. When we were at Fantasmic, wasn't it? No. No. We were watching Epcot Forever on Friday night, and we were like, holy shit, there's a lot of fireworks over Oh, there. that's right. Yeah. And we were like... We saw Epcot Forever from Fantasmic, and then we saw... Right, and then we saw... Jingle Bell, yes. Jingle Bam from yes. Epcot. And we were like, wow, that's a lot more fireworks than I thought were in that show. So we went yeah. to it, but either something was wrong or like either we misunderstood what show was happening or our actual um, expectation is that the weather meant that they couldn't like it was it was kind of cloudy and almost drizzly and whatever and so like our expectation was like maybe they just lessened the fireworks yeah because there were so many fireworks visible from epcot forever and then like it did not seem like there were as many when we were right when we were right 20 feet away from the you know not 20 but like when we were right in front of the um the formerly known as great movie ride so it was a cute show like it was a cute projection show yeah it was um was there a pre-show thing too there was like a mickey thing um I think so. There was like some pre-animation yeah, celebration yeah, there show was. thing. Yeah, there was. It was cute. It was cool. The projection technology is always neat to see. Um, it was fun, but yeah, it was I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't call it a must-do the way that I would call. It's nowhere near a must-do. No, you know, uh, but like it's cute if you're there. The others, and but. honestly, even I almost. <laughs> It was cool. I almost like the stupid little things they project on the Tower of Terror better. Yeah, <laughs> like it just wasn't because it was just like. I don't know. Again, I think it's probably because we were underwhelmed because we were expecting a lot of higher fireworks and they yeah. just didn't have them. But yeah. it was cute. Yeah, it was cool. Um, Monday, we did Slinky Dog Dash, which every time yeah. I'm like, why am I this high? Why am I this high? Why am I this high? But it's wicked fun yep. regardless. Um, then we, so again, met up with our friends. Yep. And we did Smuggler's Run again with Four of the six people in the cockpit being like us and our friends. So it was really cool because I like asked, I was like, they tried to give me pilot and I was like, can I be the engineer, please? Like, I don't want to be pilot because it's too much pressure. But Sam and our other friend who's actually a pilot in real life 
are were the pilots. Yep. And it was a lot smoother of a run than it was the first time where the person we were with insisted that whatever you did didn't matter as we scraped the bottom of the fucking simulation the whole time. <laughs> um, but um, it was the other two people who were with us were these two, like, this sweet couple from Brazil who did not speak much English. And they kept being like, can you tell us slowly what we need to do? Right. Because the cast members are like, have you done the ride before? Great. Right. And, and, and they, were just they like, no, also slowly? like did give a quick explanation, yeah. but it was still, it was still it was, a bit too a, much for, yeah. for non-English But it was wicked fun. And honestly, catch. the guy ended up beating me out apparently percentage wise on the engineer points. They, they both did a, <laughs> they a great, did a great job, job actually. Like, yeah, so great. And that actually, Actually, that's a really nice thing about the ride is that with the exception of a couple of things that you either need to know about or make sure you you learn in your first couple of, of uh, runs, um, it's all pretty well done in a self-explanatory way. Yeah. Where like it's Hondo pretty clear what you're you. supposed to do. He's like, hey, do, do right. this. Right. And then the button lights up or the thing, yep. the, uh, the fucking hyperdrive. Punch right, stick, which, which that was that was one of the coolest parts is having the other pilot be someone that I know. So I was the left pilot again, which means that I got left and right control. Um, and uh, our friend was the right pilot, so he was up and down control, and he's the one who's responsible for um, going to hyperspace. But he has done it, um, and hyperdrive. he's done it. hyperdrive. Wow, what I. All Sam of my sci-fi like mixed together. Yeah, it's true. I'm just um, not. I'm a poser. Yeah, he had um, already done it, so. Um, and so he let me reach over and pull the lever, and that lever feels so good. Like everything else feels really good too, but that particular lever just has the right amount of resistance, and it just stops, and then it springs back, and it's and it also like the animation and everything is just oh, super so responsive. Cool. I was so just the yelling. second you pull that. Like your whole vehicle lurches forward yeah. or lurches, yeah, lurches forward to push you back in your seat, yeah. and you know the it stars was, blur, oh. and it's it was just cool. It's so it's so cool. The other thing that um, our friends warned me about this time um, is the red button being the brake, and that that's a big deal. Oh yeah, yeah, um, you can actually break right because yeah. everything else, like when they tell you to boost, the boost button blinks and you slap it. Yeah, the brake button. By the time they've told you to brake, it's probably too late. To, yeah. to break most effectively. But because I knew it was there and I knew which button it was, the second it started blinking, I slapped it and it saved us from ramming into the back of the train yeah. and and I'm sure made us some extra money. So yeah, was it was cool. very cool. Super fun. I can't wait to go on it again. It is the only good reason I can think of that I would want to bring more people to Disney yeah, with me. Yeah. Because normally we wow, like the small that parties. Sounds misogyni- misogynist. Mis- 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 misanthropic. Misanthropic. <laughs> What? Not, that sounds like that's the only reason I can think of to bring anyone else to Disney with us. No, it's just it's just that there's there's nothing else. I know. I know. Like we like being able to be the masters of our own destiny yeah. on our trip because we've gotten really used to that, and it was really fun to be able to see to, like, people regularly with throughout our this friends. trip. Yeah, um, but not like have their planning. vacation be riding yeah, on us, exactly. basically. Um, but also, this is the first like attraction at. Disney World that for me is greatly enhanced by having yeah, a larger group. Yeah, you know and that you're because like, like going on a roller coaster with, with your friends is fun. Yeah. It's more fun than but going alone. But this is alone. actually enhanced. Yeah, But this is point. greatly in, like this is multiplicatively enhanced by yeah. having more people with you. Yeah. Um then we missed our Star Tours fast pass cuz we didn't care cuz we'd already been on it. And we wanted to do more food and wine. And ya boy 
For some reason, I think it was because I hadn't eaten in a while, your boy was feeling brave and did a scary thing that your boy said he would never do. I took the fucking Skyliner. Which, like, I was planning on taking it all along. I was, I have, you can ask anyone who, when did you get that ammunition case? God damn it. Don't look at me like I don't want to edit this. I just turned around and realized he has one of those fucking old World War II ammo cases that my dad always had. Harbor Freight. God damn it. Anyway, so the Skyliner, I anyone who knows us and listens to us talk Disney, or if you have listened to this podcast, I was like, I'm never taking the Skyliner. I'm scared of heights. I'm scared of what would happen if I got stuck up there. I'm not doing it. I had not eaten, I don't think, much at all. So I felt like this might be okay. Like, I think I had had a little bit of breakfast in the room before we had ever even had it out or whatever. And I was like, this might be okay. And we asked. So the first thing that happened was we asked if we could get on um, by ourselves. Right. Like, can we just... Like they, he went to put us into a thing with other people or he or she, I forget. And we were like, can we just have one to ourselves? Cause I'm really a little bit nervous. And uh, like, and they were like, oh yeah. And they just let us get into a Skyliner pod thing by ourselves. And so it was just me and Sam sitting facing each other from Hollywood studios to Epcot. But that is actually a two part leg. So it's Hollywood studios to Riviera, Riviera to Epcot. So there was also that, like, at least it's not, straight like at least I can get off sooner ish if I'm scared uh and it was okay like I still find it very scary uh being up there but are you gonna sneeze no you're making the weirdest face at me no uh, um, did you forget that we had to get off at that weird station Riviera is that what that was I said that no, there was the one where we didn't get off. I thought that was Riviera. Oh, no, that's Riviera. Yeah. So there's the one before that. Caribbean that Beach? Maybe? Yes. Because you can't see anything from the station to know where you no, are. No, but... it is. That's We went over Caribbean Beach, but it was on the second leg. So Caribbean Beach, sorry. So we it goes to Caribbean Beach, then it goes to Riviera, which you didn't have to get off on the right. way to Epcot. Anyway... You can just yell at me if I'm saying the wrong thing. You don't have to. Make I, I was just trying to <laughs> figure out if I was made, remembering I was like, it wrong. Is he okay? Yeah. So we weren't we weren't on it alone after we had after to get off we and had get to back get off. in line because right. there I was, was too little, big of a line. The guy there. was like, "No," and we were like, "Okay, okay, that's fine." Um, but the beginning part was alone, and I like it's still scary to me. The second part, having more people, was actually almost better. Like because they were super chill and talked to us and stuff. Um, and I'm sure he, Sam liked it, but I was like still a little bit like, oh, this is high up and oh, I don't like it. But because I wasn't feeling sick, at least I was like, right. I wasn't worried that like I'm going to get stuck and poop myself and, you know, a hundred feet in the sky or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> but it was, it was really cool The it's a view that I haven't really ever gotten to see of, uh, those resorts certainly, but also especially the backside of Epcot coming from the sky is weird mm-hmm. because I've seen Epcot from above on the monorail coming through. Right, from but the we front like you. You come park. into the International Gateway, so you're basically right. coming in like behind France. Right, so we could see like they've sort of put up some nice <laughs> like clean banner. construction stuff and a banner That's for like, the, ratatouille the ratatouille thing is ride. coming. Yep. 
Um, but it was weird. We were just like flying in behind France. It was, it was very strange. Yeah, it was, but it was cool. Um, it was interesting. They did a little bit of narration about like being over the Everglades and stuff, which I thought was cool, but yeah, it's really, it's not something that I can see being a, a regular mode of transportation for me, but I'm glad that I like unchickened myself briefly to do it. And I will definitely take it. I thought it was great. It's fast. It's very smooth. It's super quiet. It's. It's cool. I like it. And it's continuous, which I really, really like because it means that when you're waiting in a line for it, that line constantly right, it keeps progresses. Moving. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we were there. We did food and wine. I got uh, an escargot croissant. Ooh. Ate some fucking snails. The snails were good. The croissant itself, there was a lot of garlic. And I was like, can I just eat these snails, please? Yeah. Was Ireland good. was awesome, too. We Yes, we did the... Well, and I got creme brulee, um, right. which has Nutella on the bottom, but who the fuck cares about the Nutella? I just want the creme brulee. Um, yeah, we did Ireland. We got the the, uh, the the fucking, yeah, the warm chocolate pudding with the fucking, the uh, sausage and mashed potatoes, which was delicious. And then I was like, Sam saw somebody holding this little shake and I was like, oh fuck, wait, that's what our friend told us to get. Right. And we got the like- It was like a Guinness and Guinness Bailey's, Bailey's shake or something. Shake. It was mad fucking good. Well, and the cream on the pudding was also Bailey's, so yep. like- just, I love it. I just fucking love Irish cream. Like, who cares? I did um, finally make it to Brazil to get more of the cheese yep, bread. Cheesy bread. Um, yeah, it was just a little food and wine block. And then we went back. I'm sure that I'm forgetting things at this point. We probably should have yeah. done this right after we got back. But we'll tell you that story when we get to it. Um, went back to the room. And then we went over to Magic Kingdom and did... Don't forget, we did do Voices of Liberty again. Oh, sorry. Yes, we did great. Voices of we Liberty again. Because we were set. like, let's... Yeah, and it was really cool. It was really, really cool. Um, it was fun to get to see them again and our friend and it, and it was just great. Um, we went over the back over the magic kingdom again and saw happily ever after. Uh, we, so Sam went over to our good friend cosmic rays, uh, and got, um, an eggnog shake. I know oh, what food you got. Okay. Food. Chicken nuggets. probably. Oh, he just got nuggets, but he got an eggnog shake that had this fucking like it. It's a lollipop. It's like a lollipop molded chocolate Christmas light, and it was not good. But the the eggnog shake was good. It's if you're like a huge eggnog lover, it's not the most eggnoggy, but right. it's enough eggnoggy to have been delightful. Um, so we had that. Um, we I got a good spot, but it was in it was sort of in the normal section that we're usually in on Main Street, but. People would fucking not stay in the walking lines. So people kept trying to walk through where we were, which was a designated for the show watching area. So it turned into this like clusterfuck where people kept having me move while I was sitting there trying to save a seat for him. And then I also, there were some people in front of us who had done the mom stay with one kid, dad go take the other one to get some ice cream maneuver. And I like sort of was holding his spot too, as much as I could. Like I was sort of like sticking my legs out. And then I told him when, like when he got back, I like very visibly made sure that he knew that like I wasn't trying to infringe on his face. And I was like, I kind of saved it for you. They gave us the brownie because they had gotten like two brownies and some ice cream and stuff. And they were like, this is too much. Do you guys want this? They were like, thank you so much for saving our spot. And I was like, you're welcome, but I don't feel like this was necessary, <laughs> but thank you. The brownie was, to be fair, it was like the size of my head. It was huge. It so was, no, it was like probably the size of my hand. Like right. it was a big, it was a big right. thick brownie. Um, so we saw Happily Ever After, which is always great. Um, the reason I should say that we took the room break too, and that we like weren't worried about starting a little bit later 
that day in general is because this was the day that we did Disney After Hours at the Magic Kingdom. And I was brave again because this dumbass... I see the wait is five minutes for Splash Mountain. This is an evening that is like not cold, but like a little bit chilly. Nobody wants to get wet. It's like low 60s. It's like, it's not cold. It's like getting to be the point where people are like not so much um, wanting to get wet. And it's a five minute wait. And I was like, this is now this Disney After Hours was from 10 to 1. So it was late. It wasn't like some of the earlier, like it was 10 PM already. So it's like 9.55. And I'm like, should I go do it? Should I go do it? Should, should I just, you want to just, should I just splash mountain? And Sam was like, you can do whatever you want. And I was like, but should I do it? And I just like, I was massively indecisive. I actually stood there and talked to the cast members at the entrance of the ride for like, did you like go to the bathroom or yeah, go went, buy something? Bathroom, like, yeah. And he came back and I was still just sitting there talking to them as they like turned people away who kept coming towards Splash Mountain and then going, what do you mean there's a ticketed event? Um, and in the end, I got on it for the first time in a number of years. It was me and a couple and another like single person in the front. And I fucking hate the drop, but I love that ride so much. So I was just like... I just was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it. And and I had seen, this is a weird aside, but I had seen something on Reddit a few days before on a, uh, one of the subs that is related to one of my phobias where someone said their one of their coping mechanisms was just repeating, I am safe and I am sound. I am safe and I am sound. And I just did that as we were going up to the fucking <laughs> the summit to get down. Like, And I had left a row between myself and the couple that was in front of me so that because I, I was like, I'm going to fucking scream like I'm dying. Um, maybe we should put the picture up of me because it's hilarious. Yeah, I'm just that. closed eyes, open mouth, like I'm going to die screaming. Um, and I was just repeating this mantra to myself. That I was going to be okay. Um, and I was, and it was fine. You heard me screaming. Yeah, I, I went to watch from the, like, the overpass. And I didn't really have to pay terribly close attention. Because I knew that I was going to know when it was about. Because there were, like, one or two people who go went down. It was mostly empty vehicles. Yeah, it was. Well, yeah. And, then, and then, you know, every now and then I'd get a, like, woo. Yeah. You know. And then there was vowels, and I was like, I'm like a mile from this, and I'm still putting my hands <laughs> over my ears. Waiting to get my picture, it took a while, because there were so many that were just empty. Because, like, yep. no one... Like, Disney After Hours is ridiculous. We did It's a Small World by ourselves. I, at the very end of the night, did the Tiki Room by myself. It was just a cast member in there with me. Like... We didn't wait for anything. Anything even that had a 15 minute wait was a lie. Like every single thing that you went on, it was just no, there just aren't waits. The yeah. only thing that, that sucks is that you can't really get food. There are only a couple places that have food. Um, but overall, like it's, it's just so fucking cool because it's nighttime and it's pretty empty. You can get the coolest pictures of things. Um, yeah. Highly recommended too. If you're at all like us and don't, want to just go wait in long lines or if you can't wait in long lines um it is like we had two other days we were at magic kingdom and we didn't really stress about what we did or did not do and which fast passes we made it to because we were fairly confident and it turns out we were right Mm -hmm. that in just the three hours of disney after hours because of how quiet it is there 
we did literally everything we could think of. We did Space Mountain. Point. You did Space Mountain twice. Yeah, I did Sam Space had never Mountain done twice. Space Mountain, which was yep. another another brave thing for me because I fucking hate that ride. Um, I was in the front, which is even worse because there's just no warning and then suddenly you're going. Um, but Sam loved it so much that he did it alone a second time. Well, I, I think it was when I did the Tiki Room. Like, yep. I was like, okay, you go do that and I'll go do this. We did yeah. buzz in our own vehicles. Like, we just, we did I everything think, there that we wanted to. We yeah, did, we I, think, I think Space Mountain I was worried about because sometimes my motion sickness uh, happens when... It's the classic, like, if you're looking at stuff inside the car instead of outside the car, yeah. you get motion sick. Yeah. And so I was worried that because it's dark, I wasn't going to be able to, like, uh, reference anything yeah. um, and, you know, keep my, my orientation. Um, but I didn't have any problem with it. And the because there aren't really drops and it's all, like, hard turns, yeah. that's my favorite kind he of coaster. He likes that. I and Whereas that. I'm just like, to me, even a little drop when I don't know it's coming is horrifying. Right. So it was uh, interesting, but Sam loved it. We did, what else we did Winnie the Pooh. We did the Ariel ride. We met Ariel who like was sitting there by herself. Like, right. It, I felt so bad. I was like, I'm interrupting this poor girl's break, like <laughs> walking in to get a picture of two 30 something year olds. Um, we did, let's see. What else did we? We did do mine train. We did mine train, which, oh my God, my ass never felt good in it, but like, I've put on weight, which I'm totally happy about and fine with and actually like very comfortable with. Oh my God, those fucking seats are so uncomfortable though. Yeah, like my ass terrible. was already relatively big, but like even just a little bit bigger. It's so, it just, they're not made for asses. Like they're not made for adult asses. And I get that it's a kid's park, but still. Um, we did, yeah, we did Big Thunder at night, didn't yep. we? Um we didn't do the haunted mansion, I don't think, because we already done no, it. No, because we already and did it. And it was like, yeah. yeah, and it was just we just didn't prioritize it. Um, and we did do Peter Pan. You said we that, did right? Peter yeah. Pan. Yes, we yep. did Peter Pan. Um, which again, like that's one that there's no if if you can just go to Disney after hours, you don't have to do Magic Kingdom fast passes. Well, and we we skipped our Peter Pan that's, fast yeah, pass because it, it was so long, right. not because. Not because we were like, oh, I don't feel right. like doing that, but because the fast pass line was right. probably Even twenty-five the fast pass minutes line is long. or something. Yeah, so uh, it's it's a really great option if you really don't like to wait for stuff. Yep. Um, and it was awesome, and you can really maximize it if you want, which we didn't even really try to do. We got some snacks a couple times, and then you, at the end of the night, I was wearing my Casey's shirt. That it's that a Val shirt that me. says "Meet M E A T Me at Casey's." It's a red shirt with yellow. Uh, graphics and the castle is like made out of mustard those like those like uh generic restaurant like ketchup yeah. and mustard dispenser shapes it's by uh super weenie hat jr on twitter uh he has a i forget if it's a tea public or teespring i think it's yeah tea public. Some, some but kind go of to store. super yeah. weenie hat jr and you know you'll, he's, you'll find it he's right but or, the it's from him, and it's a great shirt. It's a great shirt, and apparently it's the first time that anyone working that evening had even seen it. So all of the cast members in Casey's were, like, losing their mind because they, they loved my shirt. And the manager was, like, asking me where it was from, and they gave me... Uh, one cast member gave me a free, like, lemonade slush, um, and then the manager also gave me free brownies, either... In addition, because he he really liked the shirt, or because he didn't know I'd already gotten free stuff, um, and here I am just like buying corn dog nuggets to make sure that Val gets some calories in her body because 
you know, it's been, she's eaten very little that day because her, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and it's like nearly 1am at this point too. Um, so they are just about to close. So I grab that and I'm like sitting outside, um, and, and then Val comes back and, and we actually flagged down the manager cause he was walking by and, and let him know where it came from. And he took a picture and it was just kind of a cool experience because I, I don't think I've ever like worn something that got cast members excited like that. Yeah. So it was kind of neat. I got a lot of people excited that night in my Tiki Room shirt because I was like, it's Tiki Room. Um, Also, it's Super Weenie Hut Jr. It's fucking, it's a thing from Spongebob and I just never realized that till just now. Super Weenie Hut. Super Weenie Hut Jr. Anyway, super great. On Twitter, it's just... Super Weenie Hut should make a Super Weenie hat. uh, On Twitter, it's HT Jr. Right. So I don't know why my brain failed to hat. But anyway, (laughs) um, so that was fucking great. It was super cool. Um... The other cool clothing thing that we did was after Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, which I forgot to mention. Oh, but yeah. the thing I am wearing right now that I tweeted out a picture of myself in uh, is a fucking ones, like PJ onesie that they have this year. Um, they're great. They are on the website now. Um, they have a women's and a men's, but of course I bought the men's because it's black and the women's is white and fuck white clothing. I'm awful. Especially a onesie. Like onesie. you will run has, against it's, everything It has like a the like Sherpa style fleece inside the hood of it and it has Mickey ears on the top and it's super cute it's, and it's very it's cozy. It's super cute and it's also the first onesie I've ever found that fit me comfortably. Yeah, they, so they was good. So I'm very happy to now own a onesie. Anyway, that was the night before, but I wanted to note it because I forgot to. Yep. Um, yeah, it was honestly getting to do the Tiki Room by myself was legitimately one of the cool coolest things I've ever gotten to do. At first it was just me and I think there was a cast member who I, I'm assuming it's like we're not gonna let this random person sit here by themselves. Um there were a couple times where like another cast member came in and talked to them or something, but it was it was just so awesome. And like they had me do the like wake up Jose with her and Aww. like Yeah. She was like, You wanna stay with me? And um and I just sang the whole time. Like I sang along the whole this we right. did in Small World too. I just sang along the whole time because no one else was there. Like yep. it was it's just so fucking neat. And especially because stuff like the tiki room and like it's a small world, nobody fucking cares about those. So if you're weirdos like us, you can go on the like less the things that are less popular whereas like most people are going to ride space mountain 20 times in a row right like, or like mine train really 11 awesome. times with yeah. their exhausted it's child it's really awesome so it was a great night it was a late night um and then the next day was our our last day um and it was an animal kingdom day because what we tend to do as we've told you before is get our um, flight of passage fast pass at the very end of the trip because that's less likely that other you know fewer people have had access to the later dates by the time we get access uh so we had a flight of passage fast pass first we had a kilimanjaro safaris fast pass which someone decided he needed to go back to galaxy's edge instead so, of doing i love that safari it's one of my it's the favorite best things thing. it's it's, I look forward to it every trip. There were trip. so many trips. And I still love it. It's not like I love it less, but just as a testament to how cool I think Galaxy's Edge is, I was, I was more excited about the potential of just going back there for a few hours. I didn't even ride Smuggler's Run no. or anything. I just went back there to be there and to eat lunch there and to... Buy to Spira. Just, yeah, and to buy okay, Spira. you that already, and, I forget. Um, I bought two, so... What? Yeah. You didn't tell me you bought two. I want one. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't know you had more than one spirit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was, 
Disney does that immersion and like carefully controlling sight lines, except for the Swalfin. Um, <clears throat> but they do that so well that that applied to the extreme in what is frankly a very small space in the Hollywood studios that feels so much bigger than it actually is because of the way that it's designed. And also that just when you round that corner and you're in there, it's just, it, it transports you in a way that nothing else on property does. Um, I think maybe with the exception of like the safari is one of the only places where when you're way out in the mm -hmm. safari, you're like, I'm on but a different you missed continent, it because you know, you which I missed it. And it was a good one. Like the fucking African wild dogs were out and the yep. cheetahs were visible. Rub it in. Everybody was there except you. The warthog was out. The warthogs are never fucking out. The warthog was out. They're, yeah, they're my favorite. Miss fucking warthog. Yeah. That said, Kylo Ren did harass me. So, you know, <laughs> um, so that was fun. And then we met up with our friends uh, and uh, their parents because <laughs> a couple of our friends, one of their parents, one of the, this couple that we're friends with, uh, her parents were there and it was actually like a really fun time walking around Animal Kingdom with our friends and their parents looking at animals. Um, and then we split off and we did Dinosaur with our friends uh, which I haven't done in a while because yeah. like my, I'm too good at immersion. So I actually get like scared uh, on yeah, it. Val's suspension of disbelief I'm powers too good are at it. incredible. Um, unfortunately the photo did not come through on our, our account. I was really looking forward to it because I forgot which side the Carnotaur came out on and I was sitting against my friend just, just like screaming, leaning against him away from the <laughs> stupid Carnotaur. Um, it was, it was really fun though. It was good to get to, to see them. We watched otters for a bit. We, we just like did a lot of the stuff that I like doing, which is like watching the animals. And right. before they got there, I actually, um, after the safari, I saw the, there's a bird, like not the bird show. We're not talking about, I refuse to go to the up fucking bird show, um, because I'm too attached to flights of wonder, but, um, I forget what they call it, but it's just like a bunch of macaws. Like it's just a show where they're like, oh yeah, there are a couple macaws. And then like, now watch what happens. And then just like a shit ton of macaws fly over you and back and forth. And it's really cool. Um, which was neat to see. Um, they do have a blue throat blue-throated macaw breeding program which is cool because it's like i'm a huge fan of endangered breeding stuff they do a lot of like don't get a parrot as a pet at the end of it which is a little bit like weird but important because i'm like i have right. parrots but the it's... points that they're making that like you should not get a macaw unless you know what you're getting into are really really true because right. you shouldn't um and then after that i sat and there's this little show called I can't remember the names of anything apparently, but it was like, it's this little puppet show that they have during the holidays where, um, there are people with various puppets. So like someone has a dog and someone has a, like there are a couple polar bears, there's a reindeer, there are these little penguins that you like wheel around like that little kid popping toy and they like penguins. flap their wings as you shut up, you flap, they like flap their wings and stuff as they go around. Um, and there's alternatingly a violin or a, um, a guitar that plays along with like backing tracks of Christmas music, but plays that part live. Um, it was just really, it was just neat sitting there, like watching how they interacted with the kids and adults. They're mostly, no, it, they're entirely like, like cold weather animals, but they're all painted in like white with like some blue and like 
they'd probably look like they'd be friends with Elsa maybe. Like, I don't know. They're just really, <laughs> they were really, really cute. Um, it was a really Good nice segue, little Val. show. No, I'm we have to talk about getting home first. Okay. Uh, we were then, so anyway, bef- that was before Friend Things. Then Friend Things, then Dinosaur, then we went to Flight of Passage, which is always fucking awesome. Although, while we were in line, they had announced that they were at reduced capacity. And we're like, oh, that stinks, whatever. So it, even with a fast pass, it took us a while to get on. We were in the fucking middle of the experience. Screen still going right before you get to the Taruk. And it goes, flight of passages currently blah, 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 at a reduced capacity. It cut the fucking audio of the ride to like 50% and did the announcement in the ride part, like in the quote unquote vehicles, right. like in the room. I was, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like it was fine. Imagine if we'd waited in the I, normal I can't imagine. line for that. I would have been so pissed if I had right. waited like two hours and then like halfway through. And they didn't even right. say anything about it. Like I right. almost said something to a cast member because it's just, it's not like, again, I don't want to make a big stink about it. But if we had waited, holy shit. If we never, also, if that was the only time we could ever do it. Also. Fuck. Like, hold the fuck up. This is a brand new, extremely high-tech Disney ride. Yes. You can't tell me that they don't have the ability to build different type of types of announcement channels. One oh, that sure only goes to the queue I'm and sure one they, that goes I'm everywhere. I'm sure they did and so, someone hit the wrong button. Yeah. It has to be it's that just, hit, Like, it's just impossible. It's just really... It's very sad. It was, like, again... For us, it was fine. Right. But like, if that was the, like, if there was a family in there that that was the one time they were ever going to go, like, it just took you out of the whole thing. And it just yeah. was kind of sad. It was the worst ride we'd had. It was that and and the screen flashed a couple times, didn't it? No, that was Smuggler's Run. No, that run was Smuggler's Run, which was fine because we were having so much right. fun. But um, but no, it was that and the fact that we were all the way to the extreme left. Oh, of, yeah. We were the last two seats on so the very edge of that screen. So you that effect of like a yep. little bit weird. Yeah, everything yeah. like curves weird yeah. if it's on the right side of the screen yep so and then by the time we got but, out it was dark uh which is kind of great right because, it's always cool to walk through yeah. pandora in the dark um we did not do our rivers of light we are one fast pass because we were just like you know i'm good yeah let's, <laughs> and then we went we went back to our resort for a nice dinner at, oh yeah we went to boat, boat rice yeah which um, was really nice which is yeah it's one of those restaurants that's always kind of an afterthought because it's in in right. our hotel but it's it's, it's always really really we had, good i had another nojito what did i eat for dinner you had steak oh, hell I if i know yeah i had steak i don't remember i, I really did not remember. get shrimp and grits no i thought about it but i didn't <laughs> did i take pictures you i did try to take of pictures everything. of of all of my food this trip i mostly succeeded and while um, Val Val looks that up too, I took as many pictures I could as I could after fireworks and during Disney after hours, just to use as the pictures that you probably never see in this podcast uh, once you've subscribed to it, because we put them up on boardandsassy.com just so that the actual shareable article. So the post has yeah, a picture. Has yeah. a picture. We took a but, lot of pictures to to get more sort of background stuff. Um, I did not take a picture, but. You got the Big Easy, which was the grilled New York strip with yep. crawfish mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. That was um, really good. good. green beans. That was really... Um, oh, yeah. Yep. Why and can't they I remember? It was bread. really good, and I took the rest of it back. Yeah. I can't remember at all what you got. It was not what I expected you to get. That's I don't all I even remember. see it on here. Like, they I don't changed see... the menu. If they changed the menu since we've been there... <laughs> 
I'm like, I'm afraid. Oh, was it the prime? I got the prime rib. That's what yes, it was. Yes, you did. Yes, you and did. it was like a nice, big, perfectly done piece of prime rib. Yep. With yummy seasoning that I didn't really need a ton of because it was very spicy on the or like not. I shouldn't say very, very spicy. Spiced. I'm white. Um, it was just more than I needed all the time when I like got a bite of it, like as it can be if you get yeah. like the salt crust on a oh right, on a, right, right. a roast. Um. But the mashed potatoes were really good. The green beans were perfect. Um, it was a really, really good meal. Um, and 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 the nojito was delicious and the service was good. And so what we did was we got that food and then uh, Sam got a couple of apple pie a la modes and brought them back to the room because I went back Which to the room first. really good. Seriously, at the fucking like regular dining hall thing, the apple pie a la mode is better than it should be for like a quick service little dessert yep. thing. It's 100%. really flaky crust. It's wicked yummy. Um, it's the so right amount of pie too. We ate those, and I think is that was that where we watched the first episode of The Mandalorian when yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yep. So uh, we packed, and um, I mentioned I think in the other podcast I mentioned that we had ordered some vacuum packing uh, with things which I like vacuum packing supplies to the room um, because we were like fuck we probably don't have room for souvenirs. Uh, pleased to report that everything packed really really well. Um, in those vacuum bags with the the little vacuum pump that it came with. Um, it was really, it definitely helped my luggage do what it needed to do. I need to order some more small bags because I think I had misunderstood how many small bags came with it versus they, medium ones. They also labeled the medium bags as small. Yeah, it so was wicked confusing. It was weird. But we, uh, we used them and uh, one of them didn't seem like it, like the medium bag, it didn't seem like it ever like got quite as tight as the two small Whereas ones. one of my two medium bags got very tight, very tight and the yeah. other one did not. So yeah. I think I think that those just might have been not quite as good and yeah. it's hard when you're not using the full But size highly of it, recommend, but. they're called like V-Master, it's V-M-S-T-R I think on Amazon. We can always link it if anyone's interested. But it was helpful because like we both bought these fucking onesies that are like big plush yep. garments and and we also both bought star wars uh like these the they're these like jersey long sleeve yeah. hoodies they're not like a hoodie like a sweatshirt um we bought them at disney springs and so we like we always have some stuff to fit and we did ship some souvenirs home but yeah we shipped our ornaments home this time yeah, for the first time um, which was the right call yeah but basically like it, it really did help so I, we just puttered around and packed and whatever and then we we're like great um, we're going to be ready for for going home because our, our DME was at like right before 11 o'clock, which 11 o'clock's checkout anyway. So it was like this perfect timing of DME's at 11. The flight will leave at 1.54 and we'll be home by 5 o'clock. So we go up, first of all, we, we get packed. He goes to the front desk to try to get I a, our room credit taken care of. I had called them um, one of the Animal Kingdom days, like one of the first days we were there. And I was like, this is not, we, we got a garden view room. And I think I mentioned like the, the air conditioning unit was like down below it. And it wasn't really garden view so much as like, there's a light outside of this window. Like it wasn't, it was fine. And we liked the inside of the room in the end, just fine. But 
versus the garden views in Alligator Bayou, it just like didn't feel as I mean, private a, and cozy. It was a parking lot and yeah, and like lawn it was. It had view, parking lot view, you know? and they tell you that you won't have parking lot. View. I'm like, well, it wasn't exclusively parking lot, I suppose, but there was plenty of parking lot in view of our window. Um, and I was just like, you know, I just don't really love that. And they offered to buy us dinner that night with a $75 credit, which we forgot to use. Um, and then there, every time when we went to try to use it, it like turned into just a room credit and there was all this confusion. So basically Sam went to reconcile that at the end while I went to drop off our snacks that we weren't bringing home with us, um, in the laundry room in case anyone wanted them. And which is a semi-common Disney practice. Sometimes folks post on our Walt Disney World on Reddit. Um, but a lot of folks just like leave their snacks in the laundry room that's closest to their room at the end of their trip if they don't want to bring their snacks back, which I didn't because room was at a premium. Um, so he went to try to get that taken care of. And it turned into this like, was taking a bit to get it done, like just under the wire. Okay, we're going to get on the bus. Everything seemed like it was going to be fine. The bus rolled up. Was it already there or no, it switched out. Yeah. Basically, there was a bus unloading and then like ours pulled up right behind it. We get on, everything's fine. The trip is smooth. Security smooth. Security was the smoothest we, the we've smoothest ever we've seen. The smoothest we've ever it. fucking had. And they had warned us that security was going to be worse than usual. And it was way better than usual. We're like, everything's great. We're going to be home. No, we fucking get through security. We get over. I open my phone. Because we get over to our gate. I think it was gate eight. Yeah, something like that. Whatever gate it was. And I was like, wow, this is really empty. There's usually a lot more people here by now. This is really comfortable. Like, no one there. We're like, what? And then I look and I'm like, oh, that's weird. There's a flight to Worcester, like, not that far before ours. But my brain still doesn't go anywhere. And then I open my phone. I look at my email and I have an email from Jeff Blue. I'm like, motherfucker. Oh, fuck, they changed the gate. Okay, we're go- I, we'll go over, we'll pick a number of stuff, go over Run the over gate. Run over to gate 22. Open over my fucking phone again. Before we head over and I go, oh, God damn it. And they delayed our fucking flight to, it, I think they initially told us like 420. 425. And in the end it was like 415 by the end. Because right. they, they basically, they said 420. Then they said maybe it'll be more like 345. Then it ended up being like 415. I was so annoyed. It was, it was like right after we got to the airport. Like yep. there's no way, even if, I mean, Disney wouldn't have anyway changed us to a different bus. But like. It w- I could have just relaxed in the lounge at Walt Disney World and instead I had to sit in a fucking terminal at Orlando International Airport for like three or four hours yeah, total. And the flight before hours. us. So the thing that really pissed me off here was JetBlue. Again, JetBlue did not start us off well either. Um, the thing that really pissed me off was they sent us over to Gate 22 and then they didn't have a gate agent there because it was... Um, I forget what it was called, but it was like a Spanish language airline that was about to be boarding a flight to like somewhere in South America. And we're all sitting there and like there were some elderly folks who were coming over and they were like, is this the right gate for the JetBlue flight to Providence or whatever? And like this program was like, I'm sorry, I don't know. Because it wasn't her airline. JetBlue didn't fucking send anyone over there. To say, hey, yes, you're in the right place. We're doing everything we can to get the flight here. And I was furiously tweeting at them on Twitter, like, what the fuck are you guys doing to make this right? Of course, they have not, they're not going to compensate us because it was only a couple hour delay. So like, just fuck your afternoon. Fine, whatever. But I was like, I don't even want compensation. That's not the point. I want you to get someone at this gate so that these people don't go up there, ask if it's the Providence flight, because 
they usually show under the map of where the, like there are two TVs at the terminal. One of them is usually showing the current flight information. The other one's showing a map of the current flight. And then there's a little thing at the bottom that says next flight departing from this gate. That was saying, yeah, this is the next one's Providence, but you A, had to know to look there and B, had to catch it because it was also flipping to, hey, this gate is boarding this next flight, the one that was to South America, using biometrics. So it was flashing this whole long warning about biometrics for a while and then you'd get a little bit blip of the map and here's the next flight. So people couldn't even confirm visually, yeah, I'm in the right place. And eventually they got somebody over there and like they gave us snacks or whatever bullshit and the flight itself was all fine in the end the tvs worked on the way back but i was i just wanted to go home because i had planned the this okay cool like my we do musical theater my show goes up fucking next like a week from this friday um and I had planned like I'll get home at five and then we'll get settled in and then I'll do some practicing for the show. And instead we fucking got home at like what, like seven 30 or something. Yeah. And so it was just like a lost evening. I had to go to work the next day. I didn't end up going in cause I ended up going to get some blood work done because spoilers, my fucking thyroid is balls. Um, but like, I mean, I'm, I'm going, oh my God, I don't have time to practice and I want to unpack. And like, for once I did actually unpack my shit, I messaged my director and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not going to be great at rehearsal tomorrow night because I was planning on brushing up and I lost all that time. Um, you know, I had to send my, my biography information over for the program, like at 1130 at night or whenever it was, I finally like sat down, um, it was just like, it just made it such a long day when it should have just been like, cool, we leave the resort at like just shy of 11 and we're home by five, you know? Right. Um, and it was, it was just frustrating. It was, this trip was like laughing at me for getting a JetBlue credit card, basically. Yep. Yep. That's what you get. It was like, haha, you decided you like this one airline. And now granted... The reason they switched us was because the plane was not like it was having some safety issues. So I'm like, good, I'm glad, but it's still, it just sucked. And it does suck that like you can't get, they're not going to compensate you for it. Like they're just going to be like, well, sorry, you know, like here you want some extra snacks beforehand. Right. <laughs> like, and the flight staff was really, like the crew is always really great on those planes. And I like the planes. It was a different one than on the way down. And it actually felt like it had a little bit less room um, we couldn't get our, our overhead luggage. Which has never happened in. to us before. And yeah. it's not because we overpacked They're them. They standard weren't, they weren't, size. They weren't like, like the compartment. The overhead compartment was not deep enough for yeah. them. So like normally we put them in with like, like you put them in. Um, like wheels to the back. Wheels to the back. And it wouldn't close. And the right. guy had to like turn one and move Sam's. And we were like. They fit on the way down and they were like, maybe you were in a different aircraft. We're like, no, we were in an Airbus A320 because we're nerds and we pay attention to that shit. But and then I realized that like, every trip. it was slightly, fur it was furnished slightly differently. Like the chairs yep. on the one on the way down had like a wraparound on them. So I think the one on the way down was newer. Like it might've been retrofitted with newer overhead bins or something, yep. but it was, um, it was mild. It was just mildly annoying the whole fucking way. Yeah. Um, but we got home. It was, you know, in the forties and chilly and wonderful. And it was a great trip. So it was, it was, yeah. Despite, despite having to hang out in like 
Yeah, despite... To be clear, hanging out in an airport for right, four hours is not the, end, not of the, the world. end of the world. It's just like... Um, it's just one of those... It's it's the one of the harsher ways to return to reality after Well, and we're usually ready to be home. You know? Like, that's the thing. A lot right. of people say Disney's Tragical Express about returning to the airport. Right. And we don't really we're because... We're like, I miss my dog. Right, if we're there for a week... I want week, cold weather. We're there for like a week and we're like, yeah, I want to go home and see my dog and like... I, I like, we're fortunate. I've, I've said this a lot of times in, in how I talk about this, but I'm really fortunate that I have a life that I like a lot. So I don't, I'm not sad to come back to it. Um, I'm usually looking forward to it and I just want to get in my own bed. Yep. Um, and I just like it. That's why it was just, I was very cranky. Um, so it was, it, but it was overall, it was a great trip. That length of trip is really excellent to do. Like, if you can do, we, the first few years we did like a four or five day trip. Um, and then we'd start doing like four days, but with a travel day on either side. So it was easier and whatever. And now we do like a seven day, like seven park days. Cause we were there Wednesday to Wednesday and we did parks Wednesday to Tuesday. So like if you can do trips that length, it's nice because it does take some of the pressure off, especially if you can get a Disney after hours in there. But even if not, yeah, I would also say if it's between having an extra day or maybe even two days and affording Disney After Hours, I would Just almost do say Disney do a hours. shorter trip yeah. with Disney After Hours. For your Magic Kingdom day. Right, because that will that will be way more uh, efficient um, and save you vacation days. And double you know. check this, but I'm like 96.4% certain that you don't need park admission to do that. It's an external ticket. Right. You don't have to have Magic Kingdom separate admission. So you could have non-park hopper tickets and go to like Animal Kingdom all day and then go to the Magic Kingdom for that event. Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure so, you're right. And I think you can even enter at like 7 p.m. Like I think it's yeah. like the parties where you can enter at 4 for a right. 7 p.m. party. Right. I believe you can enter at 7 p.m. for a 10 p.m. Um, I might be wrong, so don't quote me on that. Double check all of my information. But... It's really nice because, again, you just don't have to worry about it. So, yep. go to Disney. Go along if you can. If you have any questions about our trip, if you have opinions about any of the things that we had opinions about, if you want to know more about the restaurants we went to or the rides that we did. I know a lot of people have asked, like, how is Smugglers Run for motion sickness? And even our friend who we know who gets pretty motion sick has, doesn't get motion sick on it. So I think most people would be fine. Um, if you have any questions like that, just let us know. Um, Twitter, website, all of that stuff that we'll tell you again at the end. But it's all bored and sassy. So now that we've done a nice short trip report, we're going to talk about Frozen for an hour. Just kidding. No. We're not going to talk about Frozen for an hour. What we're going to do is give you our high-level review of Frozen 2. And then we'll do like a spoiler-filled one if you want to listen to us talk about it. We'll do that as a separate episode just so that you don't have to like get spoiled on things if you don't want to. Um, cause there are some things that I like had that were pretty funny thoughts or good thoughts or things that I thought were important that I don't want to put out there if folks want to like not listen, like if folks don't want to have to stop listening to this episode. Um, both of us really liked it. Yep. Yeah. I, I definitely, there are some people that had some criticism about pacing. 
I am really pacing sensitive and I did not have problems with the way that the story unfolded. Yep. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, it, it, like it, it, I think the, the biggest complaint that both Val and I kind of had, and it's not like a hard complaint. It's just the story itself, uh, felt kind of predictable. It was, um, and I'm not, I don't. I always say that I'm not good at predicting things, but then I do a decent right. amount. But it was pretty predictable. There were a lot of things that I saw coming from like a mile away. And I don't usually feel that way. But again, it's a children's film. Right. And also it didn't ruin it or anything. It exactly. just made me like, wow, I seem to know what they're doing here. Well, and that and that's what I was going to say as well is that it's, it's actually, I don't think it's that we are you know, supernaturally good at guessing. Um, it's that they do a very good job of giving you lots of cues and hints and foreshadowing in a way that I realize the like sweet spot frozen audience um, are the right age yeah. where they might need a little bit more of a nudge, yeah. but where they'll get really excited if they unravel one of those mysteries yeah. before it unfolds on screen. Yeah. So I think it's actually a really clever choice of what level to to provide the the hinting and the the foreshadowing at. Yeah. Um, the songs were really fun. The costumes were oh my god! I loved all of the <laughs> costume design in this one. Um, I have not stopped singing into the unknown like since we saw it. I've just been putting it on repeat in the car and belting it because I am a mezzo soprano like Adina Menzel, and um, and it hasn't gotten out of my head. The no, whole time it's just it, and it's, it's just and I'm not uh, mad about it either. <laughs> I like it a whole bunch. I like it for reasons that I I, I like things about it. I like it because it's not let it go. Like it's it's a different song. It has a different feeling. It's about a different thing, and it's also just like. They didn't, it's just not as hard to sing. Like, Let It Go is such a pain in my ass when I sing it. I can do it. But Into the Unknown is like, there are some high belt notes in there, but it's it's accessible in some ways. And it does, it, there's there's sort of a storytelling and there's a growth through the song, which there is. Yeah, it has really too, nice obviously. progression. Yeah. It's another one of those progression songs for her. And it's just real cool. Uh, ice Horse, Ice Horse, Ice Horse, Ice Horse um obligatory because that was my biggest my biggest thing going in was just like i'm excited about this weird horse right because it's it's in the trailer yeah it's um, in the trailer which is um i will say there are a couple of things that were in the first trailer that we talked about that when i said i was excited about it that were not in this film yep i felt like things were missing and then i went back and i was like it wasn't this trailer it wasn't this trailer it was the first teaser very first the very first teaser there were things that were in it that are not in the final film. And I'm sure there are good reasons, but I will be interested to hear how they changed the story as they went because there are things that I felt like I wanted to see what that was going to be and then they weren't there. Um, but it was it was overall really great. It was fun. It was not was, too long. There was also a song in there that I'm not going to reveal oh any details God. about. But there was a song in there that had Val and I like in crying stitches. with like, laughter like trying not to ruin it for all the exactly. children exactly yeah because we were we were it, we could not it was we could for barely us. contain ourselves it was right us. it was a thousand percent for rather us rather than for children right. and we were just like cry laughing it right. was amazing right because a, a four to six year old would not Wouldn't at all understand, understand why, why that's funny, funny. Yeah. they might think it's a great song right right but um yeah this it was like an, an hour and 46 43 minutes somewhere in the it was less than yep. two hours and it was it was good it didn't i don't love it when every movie is two and a half or three hours long it was an accessible length it was 
I really, it, just, it was fun. I really and liked it, it. It's nice. It builds on the first film's story in a good way mm-hmm. um, where uh, I, I don't feel like they they lost any ground that they made in the first one. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of the things that made Frozen really fun and special as a, a Disney film for me um, were not we're not in some way compromised by right. the sequel, um, which is really important because that's something that traditionally Disney's not great at. Mm-hmm. Granted, most of our examples of sequels are examples of like straight to VHS. This is the VHS, first Disney but... princess film sequel that was not direct to VHS. Yep. So yep. we don't have a lot of good examples and this was a really good one. And, I like kind of hope they let this be. I kind of hope they don't do a three. Yeah, um, but I can see I, them doing spinoffs. Exactly, and stuff, I would but... love some spinoff stuff, but I don't really want like a Frozen three because I thought that it did a really good job of adding to the story and giving it sort of another satisfactory conclusion after the satisfactory conclusion of the first film. So yep, I I liked it a whole bunch, and we'll do a, a whole episode about it if we find some time, maybe this weekend. Right. No um, guarantees, but yeah, no guarantees. But um, the plan is to because I like took some notes afterward, and there are just some things that I think are so yeah. There are fun. some things to dig into. So yeah, um, did we talk about the Mandalorian? Should we do a little short segment on because the the Mandalorian segment would be similarly just like we enjoyed it. We don't want right. to spoil anything, right? Yeah, let's do that really quickly because okay. this is already I over really an hour. I really loved it. The whole internet knows Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda. I would die for Baby Yoda if I could have a Baby Yoda as a baby. I might actually consider being pregnant. Oh my God, Baby Yoda! Um, also, I want to bang things, the Mandalorian. Things that things that are really impressive about the Mandalorian. Um, it's shot really sort of cinematically. You don't lose like one of the the coolest things about especially the original trilogy um, is there are just some really nice like broad shots that just really show off the landscape and things like that and they managed to capture a lot of that style and they still have the classic star wars like wipe cuts um like wipe transitions yes. and stuff like that i feel like um, we talked about this a little bit but on the other one. yeah i don't remember i think we did must we? have watched did we watch chapter two while i packed i don't know i don't know either way either I way want to bang the mandalorian it <laughs> main takeaway it's it's great. We're happy with where it's going. Visually, it's really um, it's interesting visually good. to me. The like, story, I've the the way story is fun. Um, and it's also, it's parts of the Star Wars universe and in a way that we haven't really gotten to explore the yeah. Star Wars I mean, universe. I've known, the funny thing for me is that I've known Mandos. Like, I have friends who are... I've known Mandos. Like, the, well, no, like, I have friends who, like, that's what they did. Like, they built Mando armor. Like, yep. back in the mid... Mid 2000s? Uh, me, me. Uh, like the mid 2010 area like I had friends who that was what like that was their thing like was that like based on stuff that was yeah there's already in, been in extended the, universe the stuff about stuff, them. Or, yeah there's yeah. there's been there has been Mandalorian content out there um to an extent but not something that like really right. is as mainstream as this um, so I knew that like the Mandalorians were a thing and it wasn't just Boba Fett and like whatever. And I had this base level understanding, but it's been really cool to see what they've sort of started to do with the building and stuff. And it's visually so interesting. And the fact that they do have a baby Yoda puppet and the fact that fucking Werner Herzog like started directing it. There's a really good Vanity Fair piece you should read about Werner Herzog and baby Yoda uh, and how like, and in general baby Yoda and like how, the directing went of 
that character and stuff and like the the puppetry <laughs> he told them they were gonna do a take without baby yoda the baby yoda puppet. The puppet yeah and he was like Leave it in, you cowards. <laughs> like, it was, like, just in case they needed it for, like, in case they right. needed to CG it right. instead of using the puppet. And he was like, no. Like, it was, it's great. Um, Which credit to him because he's a 100% right. Oh, yeah. But it's been really, it's just, it, that's been a really fun ride so far. Disney Plus has been a really fun ride so far. There's just been a lot of good Disney stuff lately. So, um, yeah. I think we're going to end it there because you're probably tired of listening to our right. even even at this Melissa's point. like thank Melissa's god just it's like, Jesus over. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> um so that was yeah that's our our trip wrap up and our media things. Let us know if you want to hear us talk about Frozen 2. We probably will regardless, but um if you particular like I would love love to hear thoughts. Also, let us know what you think of our trip recaps, if you think that those should be broken out into separate episodes, because I don't know if our target audience uh, cares about hearing our trip recaps the same as they care about our news updates and stuff. So, yeah, let us like, know be, like, be what you like. Be frank with us. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you loved that and, and definitely want more of that, or if you were like, ah, I just kind of skipped to the part where you didn't talk about Frozen very much, um, <laughs> like, just, just let us know, because yeah. uh, yeah. we're... We're just making shit up. You and know? if you, yeah, so if you want to give us feedback, um, Twitter at bored and sassy. Um, if you want to give feedback about, like, if you have thoughts about Frozen Two that you want to like want us to talk about during that episode, Ooh, yeah, good point. Um, do those through the contact form so that there aren't spoilers out there on Twitter if it's anything yep. spoilery. Um, boredandsassy.com, just click contact, and then that sends us an email. Um, again, shout out to that one person who neither of us know who listened to and said something in. Um, so definitely one of those things where like, if it's going to be spoilery, use the contact form because then nobody else has to see it, whether it's Frozen 2, Mandalorian, whatever else. Um, tweet at us otherwise. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you enjoyed. Again, if you have any questions about anything with the trip, if you're looking for recommendations for your trip, anything like that, just let us know. We'd love to help you out. Till the spire. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> he knew it was coming. No, I didn't. Oh, I really, okay. God damn it. Galaxy's Edge has eaten my husband. All right. Thank you again, everyone. Bye. I can't believe you. I can't fucking believe you till the spired me in my own home. <laughs>